If you spend any time in the Northwest, it isn't long before you start hearing about the big one. That's the giant 9.0 earthquake and tsunami predicted for our part of the world. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen years from now. But scientists say it will happen. And they spend a lot of time figuring out what that would look like. New modeling out this week shows that among those in harm's way could be the U.S. Navy, including key facilities like a shipyard and a nuclear submarine base. Josh Farley reported on that for the Kitsap Sun and talked with us earlier today. I began by asking him to just kind of reacquaint us with what the Navy has here in the Puget Sound region. Okay, so just in Kitsap County, the Navy keeps the majority of its nuclear missile-armed ballistic missile submarine fleet. There are also the three most elite and secretive submarines known as the Seawolf class that are based here. And the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier is based in Bremerton. There's also the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard here in Bremerton. And it's the only place on the West Coast that can dry dock an aircraft carrier. It's also the only place in the world that can recycle the Navy's nuclear-powered ships and boats. And when they decommission those ships, they have to do things with the nuclear power that controls them, and that's a very sensitive process, and that can only happen here. The Navy has obviously known forever and ever that there's a tsunami risk. What have they said in the past, and how does that compare to what we now know from this new state research? Well, during the construction of a new wharf that handles the loading and unloading of ballistic missile submarines, activists working locally here obtained a document showing that the Navy believes tsunami waves would actually be, quote, largely attenuated by the time they would reach Bangor. That means they'd be less severe? Or what does that mean? Largely attenuated means, yes, that they would not be as severe uh, as certainly what this new research is showing. So the the new modeling, um, it's a it's actually a partnership that includes NOAA, several fe- federal agencies, the University of Washington, and their modeling shows that it would not only batter the waterfront wharves and docks with waves eclipsing 20 feet, but the Hood Canal would essentially slosh back and forth like a bathtub all the way the Great Bend around Hood Canal to Belfair, and it would subject those waterfront facilities with multiple wakes for hours. What what would it mean to the Navy if those facilities were damaged by a tsunami? I'm interested particularly in the nuclear subs and, and nuclear warheads in general. There is indeed much that we don't know. Um, it's uncertain, for instance, if the Navy has studied the impact of a tsunami against a submarine carrying nukes. Um, but the Navy did send me a lengthy response. And they say that a plan for a tsunami is really consistent with what other emergency management officials tell us. They talk a lot about the human safety, you know, get to higher ground. Um, but, but do they say much about what their plan is to make sure that these, these intense nuclear weapons are going to be, A, secured, and B, safe? Not that I have found. Um, what we're hearing is that they would handle this as any other emergency management agency. They would set up a dedicated post with with base leadership and emergency management officials, and that's what we know. We're focusing on the Navy, but obviously this would have impacts on, on the entire region and some key community infrastructure as well. Absolutely. Bellingham, Everett, Tacoma, um, any area that's really near a river or stream mouths, including Seattle and the Duwamish, uh, look to be particularly vulnerable. There's also highways that run along the water, including here through Gorst on the Kitsap Peninsula, that would probably be flooded. Ferry docks are vulnerable. 
And of course, homes that are close to the water and marinas are also particularly vulnerable. We have all this detailed information, Josh, about what would happen in a magnitude 9.0 earthquake and, and resulting tsunami. What do the experts say we should do with all of this knowledge? You and I have been talking for a while about what it would do, and I can't help but think somebody's listening and thinking, okay, great, but what am I supposed to do about it? Really, the message from this research from the experts is to prepare, prepare, prepare. That's the whole idea, that the more we know, the better we can be ready um, in the event that we see this kind of earthquake and subsequent tsunami. State officials are pushing a simple safety message in the event we do feel such a quake, and their message is, <laughs> uh, if it's strong, if it's long, get gone. Right. Easy easy to remember, and of course, getting those emergency kits together and all of those other steps that we're reminded of so frequently are uh, kind of important to actually do. Josh Farley, thanks. Thank you, Ed. He covers military affairs for the Kitsap Sun, and you can link to the story of his that we just discussed on our website, knkx.org.